Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We're your hosts. We've got Chris Schubert floating around as a producer. We're from the Draft Network. We're brought to you by Bet Online, who is the number one source for all your betting needs and sports it's information. True. They have all the latest sports developments, true. including updated odds in the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. You can also bet on the Major League Baseball season as well. They've got Vegas casino games, poker games, everything you need for sports wagering. And we have a deal for you. Head to the website, use our promo code BLEAVE. That's B L E A V. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy Dingus Day to you. Is today Dingus Day? I know we do this every April, and I never know when it is. It's today. Happy Dingus Day. Yes. How exciting. Um, yeah. Chris, are you familiar? Are you initiated with Dingus Day? I think we did the same bit the same day last year, and we had the same conversation, oh. which I had no idea what this was, and it derailed hence, the first 15 minutes of the show. Yeah. We'll make I know it you're quick, worried about getting the picks in for the mock. A but, lot to you know, accomplish I did, I think it this is week, very, gentlemen. A lot to accomplish. I think it's very, very cool that we have a day on the calendar, calendar dedicated just for you. Polish holiday, women chase the guys around with the, the pussy willows. The guys use the squirt guns. And um, I learned uh, last year that my um, my my grandmother uh, did this to my grandfather. You know, you know, Grandpa Don, you know him, right? Really? <laughs> to be fair, Grandpa, Grandpa Don, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. I also think this exact uh, story was told on the show last year. Well, Chris is just beside himself. Let so let people live, man. Oh, that's fine. Let people yeah, like things. Special. Yeah. All yeah, right. Dingus Day. We have acknowledged it. And uh, today we're going to do the what would I do mock draft. We're not predicting a single yeah. thing today. We're going to tell you what we would do if we were making these picks. And Kyle on the website on Sunday released his what would I do mock draft? And look, he could stay with it, or he could have gotten some feedback over the last 24 hours that might pull him off of a pick. And I'm going to share mine for the very first time today here on the podcast. Sci- scientists don't know, but we're going to find out right now. Um, yeah, I'm not changing anything. Because oh. imagine thinking I would read any feedback on a mock that already adds more nuance to what's a nuanced exercise. Mm. I tried to plaster... Why would I do it on yeah, every that. pick analysis so that Everyone nobody could bold. open this up? Yep. So nobody could just open this up and be like, there's no way such and such is going to pick such and such. It's like, oh, I know. I'm sure it happened. I'm sure it happened. 
that's why I put this is a what would I do mock, and I put that in every bit of commentary. I don't know, maybe maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe I'll pick something. But you you want to yeah. take the walk through it? Let's take the walk, and I got to get my picks here too. So, Aiden Hutchinson, number one to the Jaguars. Yeah, I'm. I would also make that pick. I, I think I, I my number one player in the in the draft, and what I've said a few times. Him as a person, right? He's going to be an influential leader as part of that organization. And you have to love everything that Aiden Hutchinson is about to come in and be one of your franchise cornerstones. Yeah, this is a team that needs a new culture in their locker room. Obviously, a leadership change, head coaching change. Hutchinson was part of a culture change at Michigan. He walks the walk. And because of that, I, I like that fit for Jacksonville. Number two. This is where we're going to get different. Yeah, this is uh, – go ahead, share your pick, because I, I got to give mine, so I'm going to go second every time if that's okay. Sure, that's fine. Um, yeah. My All pick right. was Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, defensive end, Oregon Ducks. Seems like after all the hoopla and speculation around his commitment to the game and all that kind of stuff, like suddenly he's, I think, the betting odds favorite to be the number two pick in the draft. <laughs> and I know um, – Joe's been pounding the table pretty hard for Malik Willis here with this pick, but I just struggle to justify any quarterback in a vacuum being the number two overall pick, especially a team like Detroit that, yes, you can reset your clock, but like ownership hired you knowing what you were going to have to do. And uh, you've got a bunch of future ammunition at your disposal, a bunch of draft capital. I would continue laying the foundation and not take the quarterback too early. Well, I am going to do the quarterback thing. Malik Willis is my what would I do pick. And and th- this is an awareness to me as the general manager for every team. I know for a fact, and, and I'm going to do best by the team that I'm picking for at the moment, but I know good and well that Malik Willis, for me, is not getting past the Falcons at eight. He's not getting past Seattle at nine. And so if you want Malik, you got to get him right here. And that's what I'm going to do. You guys know what I think about him. I think he's got the greatest ceiling of any quarterback in this class, has a real chance to be a difference maker. I like the way he's wired. To me, he's the pick here if I'm calling the shots. Are you worried about that, though? Are you worried about the ways that that can go wrong? I think you should – with any quarterback that you draft in the first round, I think there's a level of worry that should come with that. Yes. Would you have drafted Trey Lance at three last year? No. But I've, I'm on record as saying prospect. that. So do I. I think so Malik's I. a better prospect. Yeah. But in the scale of where we had quarterbacks ranked, and we did this whole thing, right, where we measured QB1 mm-hmm. this year versus the QBs last year. At two, is it is it a scarcity problem? Like what? What has you so steadfast that like? I just it's a lot of those things. It is scarcity, right? I I want difference makers at quarterback. I think he can be one. Um, I like what they've done offensively with the offensive line and and the supporting cast that exists. As a matter of fact, Chris Schubert before before we started recording, he he informed me that the Detroit Lions have one of the most expensive offenses in the entire NFL. And I know a lot of that is Jared Goff. Cash invested in their offensive line. Right. In general. I like that. Like they, uh, last year, I think they had more cash in their offensive line than anybody else in the league last year. I just think it's as good of a time as any uh, to, to go with this quarterback. And I mean, I like other players. I like other players a lot more than I do Malik. Malik's not 
my he's not highly rated on my board. I don't have a first round grade on Malik Willis. That's but, why I have the hard time with it. Yeah, but I, this is when you break the rules, man. For a quarterback, I'm doing the NFL thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm falling right into it. Okay. Okay. Very good. <laughs> Texans at three. Yep. Kyle Hamilton, safety, Notre Dame. This team needs everything. He's the best player available for my money. Uh, that makes it pretty cut and dry. Uh, with the first two picks, I did go with a more stereotypical, traditional, positional value type lens. But uh, Hamilton at three, uh, especially in the AFC South, we're gonna they're gonna run the football a lot. You know, a guy who who has his ability to get down in the box and fit the run, I uh, was too good to pass up at three. It's my best overall player in this year's class. So what I'm gonna do with the Houston picks is I'm literally just gonna pick the highest remaining player on my board. I don't care about needs, nothing like that. Whoever the highest player is, that's who they're getting. And right now, that's Ikemi Kwanu because I went Aiden Hutchinson won my number one over player. I did the big reach thing for Malik Willis. Highest remaining player is Ikemi Kwanu out of NC State. We're making him the pick. We're not going to think twice about it. Okay. Jets at four. I picked Sauce Garner. Chris, I know that's that's um, thumbs up from you. I know from a lot of your compatriots as, as Jets fans that, that might not be a popular choice. He's my CB1. I think he's tailor-made fit for the solid defense in general. Eyes in the backfield, eyes on the quarterback. He can play physical. He can be on the line of scrimmage. Positional values there. What's not to like? Uh, I thought it was a really good marriage between talent and scheme. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go with offensive tackle Evan Neal here from the Alabama Crimson Tide. I just feel like if this offense is going to have a chance, get out of here, Chris. If this offense is going to have a chance, they have to solidify this offensive line. They have to be able to run the football. And the way you run the football is you block. And Evan Neal, you saw how San Francisco was different when they got Trent Williams, right? And and we know that we're a lot of the things we say about San Francisco, we're just going to copy, paste, and apply them to the Jets and Dolphins. And I feel like this is the type of player that they need. We have no idea what Mekhi Becton is going to be other than a disappointment to start his career. There's a lot of questions there. Oh, boy. We got to get this offensive line he right. We got to get Zach Wilson his best chance. We got to run the football. We got to make sure that Zach's protected. And, and to me, this is the number one priority for me in the Jets, and I'm calling the shots here. Evan Neal's a pick. I'm going to make Chris so mad here. Reframing With all this, I had to get on your level. My, my OCD was going wild. With our heads on well, different to, levels and different zooms, bro. The beginning thing you did with like the fade in, it was like it was like a could be your thing, cin- you know. It's cinema. It's cinema. Yeah, it was beautiful. I liked it. I I, I almost it's, had a hard. It's time my version doing of the, the Collinsworth slide, right? It was, it was phenomenal. I'm just glad the camera's working today. That's all. The crabs fade, you know. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Giants crabs at zoom. five. Yeah. <laughs> Evan Neal is my pick at five for the Giants. He's played right guard, right tackle, left tackle. This team needs every spot on the line outside of Andrew Thomas. And Andrew Thomas only because he was much better in, in 2021 than he was in 2020. Ideally, you're picking a guy to play left tackle at number five overall, but like their offensive line situation for my money is so dire. It's like, I don't really care where he plays. I just know I'm going to get an impact starter on the line. And I'll worry about the rest and the long-term scope and all that. I'll worry about that down the road. Let's just take Evan Neal. Let's get a plus starter on the offensive line. Really embrace the identity of a couple of Maulers up front. I like it. I'm going to go offensive line for the Giants as well. We're going to go Charles Cross, offensive tackle out of Mississippi Mm. State. 
Got to fix this offensive line. We got to give uh, Daniel Jones and uh, whoever replaces him next year a real opportunity uh, to, to, to do their thing at quarterback. And so um, Charles Cross, I think, is really exciting in terms of that pass blocking upside, the, the ability to frame blocks, the length. He, he's a stud. Are you moving Andrew? We're going to figure it out. We're going to trust Bobby Johnson to figure it out. Okay. Okay, it's not the explanation I was looking for in a what would you do scenario. Hey, I pick I the, the players. Vision. I trust I wanna, my coaching staff. I, I want to know the, the vision. He's going to be a starting tackle for me. He's going to be a starting tackle. If he used to be the right side, that's fine. If Andrew Thomas is going to move over, that's fine. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Panthers at six. I am taking Ikem Iquanu, <laughs> and uh, Joe, I, I quoted you in the commentary. Uh, Panthers that, that have yeah. a different starting left tackle every year since. 2012 when Jordan Yeah, so uh, Iquanu at six. Uh, the left tackle spot is one of several sore spots on the line. Um, maybe we can try to find a way to go get Jimmy G now. I know it's it sounds like predictively Baker Mayfield is in play for Carolina. I know Joe uh, pounded the table for that last week as the, the ideal scenario. I don't think it's the ideal. Go find another quarterback. But uh, Jimmy G? You actually have to give something up to get Jimmy G. If you're going to trade for a mediocre quarterback, at least get one that doesn't cost anything. I don't know. I I, <laughs> I would like to think San Francisco might be inclined to trade him for less than they're asking for. The most Carolina can offer them a future we'll day out. two pick or a four. Right? We'll find it's, out. It's a mess. I can make one with left tackle. We're not going to go down this rabbit hole again. We've hammered the no. Panthers enough in the last month. Right. It's like it's been the dominant thing of our conversation over the last month. I'm like, geez. Um, all right. I got the Carolina Panthers as well, obviously. The reason I picked Charles Cross for the Giants was doing large because I've, he wouldn't he wasn't going to get to seven, right? Because he would be the obvious pick for Carolina here at number six. But Carolina just has – they have a lot of things they can address, but nothing stands out bigger than quarterback and offensive tackle. I'm calling the shots. I'm not going to compound my quarterback issues by introducing some other player here. I'm going to go ahead and get the offensive tackle thing figured out. We're going Trevor Penning out of northern Iowa to come in and be our left tackle. Sir, you have four tackles yes. in the first six picks. I just did four in a row, yeah, bro. He did four in a row. He did four back. I'm big on protecting these quarterbacks. Okay. You are wild. You are a wild man. Absolute mania. Okay. Giants I like the depth seven. of the edge players better, man. I had to get the offensive tackles going here. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. 
Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash belief. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash belief. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Four in a row. Three through six. It'll stop here. I won't pick another offensive tackle for the Giants. Well, yeah, I would hope so. I would hope so. I'm glad to hear that, though. Trayvon Walker is my pick for the Giants at seven. Uh, Pretty successful last year when they dipped into the Georgia Bulldogs pass rusher well. Uh, you, you think about that front, they have bigger bodies. Uh, you can continue that trend with Trayvon Walker, really dominate the point of attack. Uh, his traits are obviously through the roof. We had the two pass rushers go uh, one, two for me. So now is a prime opportunity uh, to kind of kickstart the next tier, uh, especially after you, you invested in Evan Neal from my mock perspective things. Uh, so I like Trayvon Walker. I know there's some concern about the productivity and how ready he is to be a featured player on the defensive line. But I think of that Giants line, you know, he can be a key cog without having to be the man. And I think that will be helpful for him. I'm also going to go Trayvon Walker here. Um, I think with it being a Wink Martindale defense, I, I like him as a five tech in that in that defense. I think it's going to give him his best opportunity to maybe rush him interior gaps as well. Um, he's the edge that I like for them in this scenario. Uh, Falcons at eight. I think this was probably my first like really nutty pick and it's not nutty to us. It's just nutty to everybody else. It seems uh, Andrew Booth jr. Uh, the selection at number eight pairing with AJ Terrell is a, a really good cornerback duo for the Falcons. 459 points allowed. Last year uh, was too shy of the worst mark in franchise history defensively. I understand we played 17 games, but that's still a lot of points. And uh, Terrell's been very good for them. They did bring in Casey Hayward, but he's not a long-term answer. Uh, So I look at Booth. He's my CB2. I know there's some some kind of medical question with him that seems to have have the league circles a little cooler on him than we are, but his physical tools are just astronomically good, and and he's my pick at eight. Uh, number eight for me is going to be Mr. Kayvon Thibodeau, edge out of Oregon. Um, when I think about the Falcons, I, I just – they got to get this D-line figured out in my mind where whether it's rushing the passer, stopping the run, they're just not good enough up front. And Kayvon Thibodeau – is a really good start to get yourself a player that can wreak havoc, right? You can unleash him and and he can rush the passer and he's a really good run defender as well. So I think this is the type of talent that they need to start adding to this front seven to give them a chance on defense. Seattle at nine, Florida State defensive end Jermaine Johnson. It was either going to be corner or defensive line for me. Always was. Joe, I know you alluded to potentially a quarterback. I do have Malik Willis on the board, but I just think that the talent elsewhere is still just so good relative to where we have all of these quarterbacks in their current floors and ceilings and where you're drafting them. So uh, I'm taking Jermaine Johnson. Uh, He can rush the passer, which will be important against division rival Arizona. 
and he can play the run, which will be important against division rivals in Los Angeles and in San Francisco. So uh, I think he's a really well-balanced player. And you think about Seattle, they've invested several picks, Daryl Taylor, LJ Collier in that room in recent years, but Jermaine Johnson's like immediately the best of the group. And uh, I just think that they need to start relaying the foundation for the next chapter of what this organization's history is going to look like. Jermaine Johnson's also my pick. Copy paste. Great Boom. analysis. I see eye to eye with you on Boom. that. I'm going to start asking you if you agree. So that way you can save me from my long winded soapbox. If, no, it was if great. It was an opportunity to do so. Well, right. But I'm going to ask you, like, my pick for the Jets at 10 is Jamison Williams. And I'm curious if that's your pick, yes or no. It's not, no. Okay, great. Then then I can now talk about Jamison Williams <laughs> okay. and do so carefree. Uh, if you ask me to find a single receiver that could accentuate the best components of what Zach Wilson was as a quarterback at BYU – but also best accentuate what this offense we perceive it wants to do with Mike LaFleur. I think Jamison Williams is that player. And I understand he's coming off of an injury, but it sounds like his rehab is going really well. Sounds like he he may end up missing, you know, much less time than was originally anticipated. And this is also like a long-term investment for a team that we're not expecting to compete this year. So I'd rather get the best player take the loss at the first month of the season if he needs a little bit of time to get ready and then push play and prosper from there. I'm going with Sauce Gardner, corner from Cincinnati here with the Jets' other top 10 Maybe pick. You look like a jackass because I picked him at four. I, I mean, I don't I, – that fine. really wasn't the intent. It's fine. It, it's fine. Kyle's upset about it. Uh, he had good analysis at four that I like, but I, I mean, I think this this uh, this Jets team needs to find some corner help, and I know that DJ Reed's there and Bryce Hall's there, but like, look at what's forming in your division in terms of what Buffalo has, what Miami has, what the rest of the con- – like, if you want to be good in this conference at some point, you better get some friggin' corners, man. These, these are some teams out there that can pass the football. And so Ahmad Gardner, a really perfect fit for Robert Salas' defense. Chris, can we get uh, can we get your reactions to each class? Yeah, you do. I know you're going to like mine more because I got a thumbs up with with Sauce, and I gave you a wide receiver. Yeah. But I'm just curious, like, if you had to give like zero to two thumbs up sp- sure. scale for both of us, how'd we do? Sure, two thumbs up for you, Kyle. My half thumb for Joe. Yeah, imagine not wanting a an offensive tackle for Zach Wilson. Imagine, um, imagine not coming away with a pass rusher with either of your first two picks. Imagine. Yeah, guess what we're going to do? Something about that. Oh, we're the they're the perfect team at thirty whatever pick they have to pick David Ajabo. Oh, so now, so now we need to wait for the board to fall our way instead of you know with four when Kayvon Thibodeau was on the board just taking him. Okay, that's that's cool. At least at least yeah, Kyle was, didn't have Thibodeau oh, available please. when he went sauce, but that's okay. No, that's okay. Yeah, just cross your fingers on Beckton. He'll he'll definitely get his life together here. Mission accomplished. That's exactly what I was hoping for. Okay, so the Commanders at eleven. I gave him Derek Stingley. Um, we, Joe, we went through this team at the end of last week as with our staff kind of prepping for the draft and, and the corner situation opposite William Jackson. It was apparent there's an upgrade opportunity there. I like Benjamin St. Juice, but like he's not going to st- stop me from drafting Derek Stingley in the NFC East where you have some really good wide receivers. Uh, for the commanders, I'm going with Kyle Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame. 
Um, another part of that discussion that we had last week was just the importance of that Buffalo nickel role. And Kyle Hamilton is just perfect for that, where you're going to get all the best out of him. Uh, can play forward, obviously great tackler, can play a lot of man stuff, give you that extra big body in the box, just a complete chess piece for their defense. And uh, I did a Washington radio hit on Friday of last week, and they gave me a statistic about how when they were able to have like their top three safeties on the field, including Landon Collins, which happened for like 34 snaps per game, their EPA was like number three in the NFL. Like this is a very meaningful spot and and you accomplish it in some ways because that allows Kendall Fuller to be a little bit more versatile and play in the slot. So they need this type of nickel defender. And I think we're getting there in different ways, but Kyle Hamilton being here at 11 just makes it an easy choice for me. Well, if Hamilton's, I, I can tell you Hamilton will be, the pick for Washington predictively for my mock next week. Yeah, I think for me too. Oh, spoiler. Chris is all mad. We spoiled something. I think he's there today. I think he's visiting today with Washington. So that that's one to watch. I think that one's going to get hot. Just like, do you remember Jamin, how hot Jamin Davis was last year in the final two weeks before the draft? And it was like, Oh, everybody was all over that pick. Hamilton might be that guy this year. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, let's let's turbo time this. We've got Minnesota okay. at 12. I picked okay. Devontae White. I, I have not forgotten the long quest for a disruptor on the inside for Minnesota. And, you know, you think about him who's played up and down the front and they brought in Zadari Smith. They're getting Daniel Hunter back healthy, presumably. And you think about White next to either one of those two guys or if you kick Smith down inside and, you, you know, you got three across that is Smith, Wyatt, and Hunter. That's really exciting. So that was the motivation for me to make that my pick. I'll go Derek Stingley, corner out of LSU. Uh, Still think they need more help on the outside. He can do it all. Houston, I picked Trevor Penning, offensive tackle from Northern Iowa. Uh, This is another team that, that needs help up front. They drafted Titus Howard in the first round of 2019. He struggled, but he also played almost 700 snaps at left guard last year. So there's always kind of been some question about where his landing spot was going to be. I'm going to take Trevor Penning, play him at right tackle uh, with Laramie Tunsil, and hope to get some bookends in place here and help this offensive line stabilize. My promise regarding the Houston Texans is that I would pick the highest player left on my board, and it's Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback from Clemson here. I think he's got blue chip talent and can really be, you know, premium position. He could be an answer for them at corner. Joe, I pick Zion Johnson for the Ravens at 14. Uh, The fact that you get to see this guy snap at the senior bowl really helps. Bradley Bozeman was the starter last year. He's in Carolina now in free agency, 1100 snaps last year. They have a wide open vacancy here at center. I don't think Tyler Linderbaum is a scheme fit for what they really want to do in the division that they're going to have to play in. So with that in mind, Zion Johnson and his positional versatility, I think, really makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I'm going to play draft him at 14 and play him at center. Uh, Ravens, for me, I'm going Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle from Georgia. Um, man, I mean, I think he just fits in really well. I mean, you can you can put him and Owe uh, and, and Campbell on your rushdowns and just ask them to get after the quarterback, and you can really wreak havoc. Uh, I think he's a long-term play there. is a really high impact into your defensive lineman. Uh, Eagles at 15, Lewis Seen, the pick for me. Uh, 
Kayvon Wallace currently penciling in as a starting spot at safety. They brought Anthony Harris back, but it's only a one-year deal. Uh, Seen over Daxton Hill might be a bit of a surprise, uh, but you think about playing Dallas and the ability to not just have 4-3 speed back there, which both of those guys have, but Seen, I think, runs the alley and tackles with a little bit more explosiveness, a little bit more pop like his ceiling a little bit better against the run. Uh, so that being the motivating factor for me, I drafted scene at 15 for the Eagles because I, I would just really like to get somebody who can move around and be versatile and, and have a lot of confidence in their ability to fit the run. For me, the pick's going to be Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. He's my number one wide receiver. Um, I, I'm not content. I know it's three years in a row. The Eagles would pick a, a receiver in the first round. I'm not content with where it's at. So I want more. I think Jamison Williams has a chance to be really special. Uh, and 16, New Orleans Saints, Charles Cross, Taron Armstead walking back through the door, right? <laughs> Charles Cross falls into your lap at 16. you got to take him. It's the best-case scenario for the Saints. I'm going with a wide receiver here, Chris Olave, Ohio State. Okay, make sure he – because he would he was going to get picked by the Chargers if I kept him on the board, and they wouldn't get him at 19. So I've been pounding the table for another wide receiver for – uh, the Saints, obviously, Jamison Win- Jameis Winston likes to push the ball down the field. Chris Olave, an elite deep vertical threat. I think he can really help this offense and improve the spacing. That's it. We're done for the day. Picks 1 through 16 in the What Would We Do respective 2022 mock drafts. Not predictive. Don't get mad at us. We have good process. It's probably not going to happen. <laughs> but we can at least be honest with ourselves and say we do this exercise every year. Based on what we know about the players, how we see the teams respectively, that's who we pick through picks 1 through 16, 17 through 32 coming tomorrow. Make sure you plan accordingly. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Thanks for checking out Draft Dudes. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members of FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer.